Cheers. I think we figured it out. Yeah, I think we figured it out, too. <laughs> hey, Toots. Yeah. Go back in the kitchen. Speaking of women, the fuck is going on with Pitch Perfect 3? Like, what do you think smells worse? Uh, Johnny Depp's breath? (laughs) Or Johnny Depp's, like, just body? We started doing a podcast and the world went to shit. I had on Fox News for a solid 20 minutes today. Barf. Oh, Taylor Lautner is the Twitter um, werewolf. I knew that. You know, magnesium is really good for you. I'm never going to see Hacksaw Ridge. So guess what, honey? Boy, bye. You need a haircut once a week? I would love a haircut once a week. Make America great again. Somebody is going to really come for you once we have listeners. How do you know what scissor smells like? There's been a lot of Pitch Perfect 3 shit, and I'm over it. Who's a snowflake now, girl? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I haven't seen that yet either. You want to spoil that? I think we have a different take on blah, blah. I don't even know if I'm going to do it. I'm going to do mine. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. This is Wigs and Weiss. You're a beat poet? Yeah, I'm a beat poet. Oh, good to know. I'm a feminist beat poet. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to Wigs and Weiss. Welcome to Wigs and Weiss. I owe you $5, You do owe me $5. I'm glad you heard it. I don't have it on me, but... I heard that that you you have said. said. Um, So, yeah, I'll give it to you at some point in the course of our relationship. (laughs) Oh, God. Hi, guys. I'm Lindsay Harbert Silberman. And I'm Paul Kroos. And together we make wigs and weiss. We do. Um, and it's our 20th episode. Happy 20th. Happy 20th. Oh you don't look God. a day over 19. Thank you. You don't look a day over 17. That bug is fierce. Where is, I squashed one today. Squashed that bug. Squashed that bug. Um, I was, the, it was brought to my attention by one of our listeners oh. that some people may still not know what weiss is. Well, let's tell them. Let's talk about it. Um, Weiss, for, which, we're not drinking. No, which for those people that are going to be eaten up by natural selection, if you don't know what Weiss is at this point, it's wine with ice in it. Who told you they didn't know? John Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said that maybe there were people that still didn't know because mm. we don't talk about it on the reg, on the reg, on the rag. Uh, so yeah. The whole thing with our show... This week in Unnecessary Notes. Ooh. <laughs> Shots fired. Came for you. Shots fired. <laughs> New um, segment. Shots fired. What does John think this week? Otherwise known as Unnecessary <laughs> Notes. <laughs> Please keep bringing the notes, John. Yes, we'll keep we. dragging you so hard. Oh, and do we have stuff to drag this week? You guys, I mean, I, we keep thinking we're going to keep this down to under an hour and... Mm. The world keeps disagreeing. The world keeps <laughs> shitting on our chests and calling it a Sunday. So um, let's get started. Yes. And actually, can I throw one thing out there real quick before we even begin? No. So we're going to get right in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what the fuck do you want to say? No, in all seriousness, I think it, it, we should send our love and support to London. Yes, of course. Um, these attacks are cowardly, shocking, and... Um, uh, we refuse to let... They're not our new normal. They, these will not become part of our new normal. We Absolutely will recognize not. when they happen. I don't know if we have any listeners in London yet, but we just want you guys to know that we are thinking of you and we hope that this does not impede you from living your lives because these cowards do not deserve that. And um, we, we're, we're here and we're, we are thinking of you. And Always. Always. So that needed to be said. But, I agree. Um, you said it very well. Thanks. Much better than I could have because I would have been like, and like, um, we really love you. <laughs> well, actually, now that you say that, listening back, 
I don't I know say, if you feel this. I am. Oh, girl. Oh, boy. I'm going to try to really hold back my likes. Uh-huh. Um, I was listening to Mark Maron's podcast today. He did one with Annette Benning, um a couple months ago. Ooh, I like that. And she is so incredibly eloquent. And as I continued to listen, I thought, she has not said the word like one time, unless it was her describing something she enjoys. Right. <laughs> so I do the uhs a lot, or ooh, like trying to fill the space, which I also want to focus on. I also on say right a lot. We're taking up a lot of space talking about how we don't <laughs> like how we talk. So. so let's just get to talking. Yes. Let's pop our corks. Do you want to start or do you want me to? I'll start with something nice and light because I'm going to get heavy. Got it. I'm going to get heavy this week, you guys. God, he keeps saying that and I don't know. I feel like Paul is about to say, I'm going to put on some snowshoes and go live in Antarctica. (laughs) I am mad at stuff. When you... Okay, we'll get into it. Okay, we'll get into it. So let's start with something nice and light. Brett Ratner. I know him. Master director. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I keep a straight face as I said that <laughs> to the listeners? Brett Ratner is the director of. I was thinking Rob Reiner. I was going to say I was like it. this one does not know who I'm talking about. No, I thought you meant Rob Reiner, and I was going to come for you because I love Rob Reiner. Oh no! Although we could have a conversation about Rob Reiner too and his latest and greatest, but we're not going to go there. We're going to go for Brett Ratner, who today. Uh, came out about uh, Rotten Tomatoes because that's where his priorities are right now. Who He's, cares? So Brett Ratner, by the way, is the director of many terrible movies, including Rush Hour 1, 2, Got 3, it. 7. Um, Brett Ratner is a terrible director. Um, <laughs> he was saying he was at some uh, some sort of garbage forum where he's allowed to speak and said, the worst thing that we have in today's movie culture is Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's the destruction of our business. He I, thinks that's the destruction of our business? It's not, not rush hour? or his. Yeah. I have such respect and admiration for film criticism. When I was growing up, film criticism was a real art, and there was an intellect that went into that. And you would read Pauline Kael's reviews or some others, and that doesn't exist anymore. Bullshit, but moving on. Now it's about a number, a compounded number of how many positives versus negatives. Now it's about what's your Rotten Tomatoes score. And that's sad because Rotten Tomatoes score was so low on Batman versus Superman, I think it put a cloud over a movie that was incredibly successful. Okay. Well, also, let's talk about what makes a movie incredibly successful. We don't need to deep dive into this. You heard what he said. It doesn't make any sense. The movie can still do well if it gets bad reviews, and there can still be well-written reviews that live on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is definitely a tool for people to jump to if they want to get an amalgamation of all the reviews. And that's what it is. But it's still a list of all the reviews that you should, if, if you use the website and find resource in it, which I do, you scroll down and you click on the review and you exactly. read it. Exactly. If you want a single person to tell you what they thought of the film, you can find those reviews where? On Rotten Tomatoes. And if the biggest thing we're worried about is a feature that ended up making over $800 million worldwide. They're going to be okay. That the reputation of that film was tarnished by a few bad reviews because P.S. the movie, didn't see it, but let's get real, probably <laughs> wasn't great, then... What are you arguing about right now? Brett? It doesn't make any sense. So, Brad, you're the problem. You're the problem. Just a little quickie for you there. Speaking of another pile of human garbage, um, Tim Allen oh. was on Jimmy Kimmel this week. Did you see this? I didn't see it because I didn't want to watch him say the words that I read him saying. So, my husband and I 
were watching TV and he said, oh, Tim Allen talked about being a conservative in Hollywood on Kimmel. Could be interesting because it truly could be an interesting perspective to see what it feels like to be a minority in Hollywood. I want to preface this by saying he is a man who has a criminal record. Mm hmm. Um, but still managed to be a gajillionaire from his mid-30s on because mm -hmm. of home improvement, the Santa Claus, and any other number of shitty things that he did. I actually really liked home improvement growing up, and I worked for Matt Williams and David McFadden, and they are lovely. There was a... That show... There has never been a sitcom that has followed a playbook more. Every oh, single episode. Oh, my God. He goes and talks to Wilson. Yeah. He blows something up. But it was perfect for my family to sit around the TV and watch on Tuesday nights. I it was great. I watched it, too. Um, but since I've become an adult with my own opinions <laughs> <laughs> and because I work on the same lot that last man standing is shot on and I've watched a couple episodes of that and realized that it's straight up conservative propaganda that he gets to have on the air every week and rakes the millions doing no Tim Allen being a conservative in Hollywood is not like living in 1930s. Nazi Germany. It's just not. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be. Just because you are a minority in the way that you feel because you live in an artistic city that's run by artistic people does not mean they're going to, I don't know, put you in a gas chamber because of the way you feel. You're on a talk show sharing how you feel about it at this moment. And nobody's so, making you wear a star nobody, or a cross or anything and, else. And so far as I could tell, now granted your message got lambasted, but you got to say it. Mm-hmm. It didn't make a lot of sense because it doesn't make a lot of sense. No. And you know what else? When you follow that up with, yeah, it's like living in Nazi Germany. By the way, come and see me in Las Vegas at the Mirage every week. Honey, you can't do that. You just can't. She can't. No, and also lay off the fillers. Oh my God, he's you the, look like a puppet made a, of plastic. <laughs> he's a puffy little thing, isn't he's he? A puffy, puffy he's a puffy, puffy little thing. He's a puffy, like big thing, actually. Yeah. What's his now show? Dead Man Standing. <laughs> last, last Man, man standing. standing. Dead Man Standing. Last Man Standing. Yeah. What's his now show? It's it's Ooh, unfortunate um, because he could actually be a voice for good for that that section of people, but I find more and more... I'm going to abstain belief from that I find, until I hear it. Right, exactly. I, I was, would, I was but hoping I will entertain for the best. It. Yes. I Especially will. talking to Kimmel. Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe he can bring out a side of this guy much the way that Kimmel does often with people I don't agree with and the way that Stephen Colbert can talk to somebody like Mel Gibson and almost make him seem charming. Mm -hmm. I was hoping the same for Tim Allen. Um, didn't happen because <laughs> I think that he is a soulless creature that I should never listen to ever again, I guess. Yeah. And it's where we are. Like, I do think this is going to probably be, I should just jump into my long one because I'm not doing 50, 60 seconds this week personally. I'm not either. Okay. But this is going to, because this is, just goes on too long. It's the time. The time is now. I need to talk about the security moms. What is that? Do you not know about the security moms? No, what is that? Security marm, security marms. Marms. Oh boy. The security moms are Beth, Josie, Courtney, and Deborah. <laughs> what is what this? Else I'm, I have be? no idea oh, what's about to happen. Oh no. We'll put the whole damn clip up on the website. They are four women who were invited onto Fox and Friends to talk about their perspective on why we, the rest of the Americans living around them, shouldn't care about Russia. 
Get over it. Come on. So let me just walk through some, Come on. Of, some of the stuff. Okay. Some of them. Let's go through the muck. Um, it doesn't sound like they fit a certain demographic with the names Beth, Josie, Courtney, and Deborah, but they're all white. You had me at Deborah for <laughs> sure. Before Bad Mom number one even gets to speak, Fox and Friends blonde Thunderfart model, blonde version <laughs> 2.7, who was wearing. Did you call her Thunderfart? I did, because okay, I was trying to, I was looking at her, sure. I was like, what is she? She's a Thunderfart. She's wearing purple pumps that actually match her dress. No. She is. If you wear a purple pump, it is for accent, it's not for matching. And it matches. No. <laughs> and she starts by asking the group, why is the mainstream media harping on this in regards to Russia? Russia? Yeah. And um, I'm not expecting journalism from Fox News, but I'm going to call this out regardless. You don't need to use the word harping in an interview question, girl. You flew four women to New York to be on your side because otherwise they'd be home watching Dr. Phil or applying to be on Dr. Phil. So trust, they're going to give you what you need. But the use of the word harping is what they call leading the witness a little bit. Like oh, 100%. You as a journalist, and again, I really use that lightly, should be asking questions that they can then respond to. But then she follows it up with, the mainstream media is finally admitting that there's no evidence, which the clip that they used to, to show that was George Stephanopoulos essentially saying, like, as of now, there is no evidence. But they cut out the as of now to make it look like George Stephanopoulos is saying there is There's no... There's no way. Also, how is Fox News going to call any other media giant mainstream media and not identify it as themselves? Because they're renegades. Oh, of course. Yes. They're, they're, right. they're right, renegades. Right. Um, but let's get back to Mila Kunis wannabe number three with the bad hair. And her response was... Go call, go call Deborah with the bad hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her response was... Our, our issues with a Russian investigation are, to quote her, infer that he shouldn't have won. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Because and if, yeah. if Russia meddled with our election, then the person that they were trying to support probably shouldn't have won. Right. But beyond that, we know he shouldn't have won. Let's make that clear. That's fine. Okay. We, we do think that. But this is not the point right now. Our point is actually that he's a fucking criminal and there is another country trying to undermine our democracy. We're not worried about the election anymore. The election is it over. Happened. How many times do we need to say this? He won the election. However, the collusion might have affected that. I'm over. I'm more scared about what they're doing to get into this country right now. So Deborah with the bad hair, it's not about the election. I want to know what they're doing already inside. And why they were so desperate to get him elected. Yes. And so I care because of that, not the election. Let's just push right past that. And please be clear here that he is a fucking criminal and he does want to undermine our democracy by the people that he has hired to be on his staff. So those things are, are, are in unison with Russia. So I do still care, Deborah. I care. We should write her a Venn diagram. And you don't get to tell me that I don't. And this is where I got a little bit real worked up. <laughs> because you're a mother. Yeah, you got kids, this is, man. This fucking infuriates me. I love moms. Don't get me wrong. Moms you are wonderful. Have to. I the have one. That you're here. I have one. They're wonderful. But just because you pushed a baby out of yourself, you do not get to then tell me that I can't believe in something anymore. That those two things don't line up. Right. And Fox News is using it's not mutually you exclusive. because God forbid I am called uh, I am caught calling out a mother 
for what she believes in. That's what they're using right now. This is the definition of propaganda. Well, she the, is a safe space the to project is, opinions. A mother is not a the the cross that you're bearing is not motherhood. Me saying I well, I'm not a mom, so I can't. But if if my mom would be like, oh, there it is. I said it like, um, <laughs> if my mom were to say, I believe that all dogs go to heaven and people disagree because they think that dogs don't go to heaven, they're not attacking her because she's a mom. Right. They're attacking her because they think that dogs don't go to heaven. Exactly. And then there's a difference. But then Thunderfart knew that was coming. So she asks Josie, Josie, what do Americans care about? What do American moms care about? No, no. Those are two different questions. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can answer what even I don't even think you can answer what American moms care about. Nobody can answer that either. But you definitely cannot ask what Americans care about. But she answers. <laughs> What's Josie got to say? <laughs> well, she actually claims to be Syrian herself. That's how she leads into the question. Okay. So you know she's going to a place where she'll be empathetic towards Syrian refugees. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She says that we need to take a pause with refugees. She needs to take a pause through her Botox-addled face that was probably brought here in a more illegal fashion than any of the people that are trying to get into this country. She um, specifies that she is a security mom because she doesn't want to be an angel mom. Do you know what an angel mom is? One that died? An angel mom is a term endorsed by Trump himself, specifically for women who have lost children or other loved ones due to illegal alien crime. You guys... He is endorsing specific terms for people to identify themselves as being hurt by illegal aliens. This is getting really fucking scary. There was a black homeless man murdered in New York today by a white supremacist with a sword that we know nothing about. And he is making sure that we know that illegal aliens are a threat to angel moms. This is propaganda. This is happening. We have got to do something about this. This is scaring the living shit out of me. And these are people that are not on the fringes. They're on Fox News. Talk about the mainstream media, for fuck's sake. This is propaganda. This is happening. That goes right into my next thing. Are you done, or do you, do you have more to say? I should be done. Okay, we're going to go I've right said into the handmade tale. Because am, I, am I getting? Yes, which is good. And I just want to... Have you watched the full trailer for The Handmaid's Tale? I know I've talked about it before on this podcast. I have not seen the trailer. And okay, I have not so read it. it is a series coming to Hulu based on the Margaret, Margaret Atwood book of the same name, um, starring Elizabeth Moss. She looks badass. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, it, she, it looks like... I, I can't wait to watch it. I'm actually going to re-up a Hulu membership, if you can believe it. To watch this show. I refuse. I do not believe it. It's okay. But I'm going to do it. And you're going to come watch it with me. So the full trailer starts with, this is a quote from Offred, who is the main character of the book. I was asleep before. That's how we let it happen. When they slaughtered Congress, we didn't wake up. When they blamed terrorists and suspended the Constitution, we didn't wake up then either. Now I'm awake. And then it goes into... (laughs) Offred and her female co-workers, this is before... Anyway, they are being let go because it's the law now. So they're in a regular office. They're all being fired because, quote-unquote, it's the law now. Then they cut to a series of riots on the streets, and her friend, who I can't... Uh, I didn't write it down, but it's um, 
uh, uh, say from Orange is the New Black, Samira Wiley. Uh, she starts talking about how, of course, they had to do it this way because they had to take over the banks and make everybody poor and all these things, take our power away. Um, then it cuts to people trying to escape and Offred being turned into a handmaiden. Uh, so a handmaiden in this world has been taken away from her family. Who knows what happened to her daughter and her husband? And her sole purpose now, because the leader's wives are barren, so she has to live with that family and produce children for them. She's become nothing more than a vessel that produces children, and that's her only purpose. And there's, I mean, you could have just told me that was off of CNN. I know. And I think... And that's the problem. So anyway... Uh, everybody should watch The Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's Tale, because uh, it's going to be just a reality show soon. Um, also, okay, last thing I want to say, the last clip of the trailer, um, the leader says to Offred, the leader that she lives with and has to try to procreate with, he says, we only wanted to make the world better, but better never means better for everyone. There, that is true. It's true. And that's not, that's perspective that, that Trump is coming from and all his little hot dog minions. I The rest of my stuff is very light though. So Well, I'm not done with the bad moms yet either. <laughs> <laughs> I still have one more thing to say. say and then it. I'll be done. Perfect. I might be done. Um and I do want to also clarify that if your son did or daughter did die at the hands of an illegal alien, I am not making light of what that was. But we don't get to measure that death over the death of any other death in this country why at the hands of violence. Why don't we? We don't say, get to don't ra- rank the, them and say which is worse. The the moms whose children died in Sandy Hook or Columbine or any other. Why are they of not angel moms? Yeah. Why are they not angel moms? Yes, exactly. Why don't that we focus distinction on that? only falls to people that have died at the hands of illegal. Aliens. That really gets under my skin. Um, and really, if we're going to get to the heart of what like moms and women should be worried about right now, you women are going to be losing your health benefits because of a white male constituent that is tearing out Planned Parenthood. And Planned Parenthood is the most misunderstood organization, I think, in this country. I think... No matter where you stand on abortion, I, I'm not going near that. But you have to know this. Can I pause you for just one second, just to reiterate one little thing? No abortion performed by Planned Parenthood is funded by federal dollars. Not a single abortion not performed not by not Planned one. Parenthood comes from federal funding. It's already a law that 3% of what Planned Parenthood does is abortions, and they are not Funded by by federal dollars. Ever. Those are they. They all come from donations. They all come from people like me who got their health care from Planned Parenthood when they're in their early twenties, and now that they have money to give back to them when they didn't have it in the first place, and I did get my health care from federal funding. Now I can give back to them. And if a woman needs an abortion for whatever reason, sure, I'll fund it. If you are an evangelical Christian and you don't feel right doing that, your tax. Money does not go towards that. So you cannot then shut it down because you would disagree with abortions. Right. I have a huge issue with gun control. I 
don't want guns anywhere. But the argument that's always thrown at me is, well, some people are fine with guns. So you can't just rule out all guns just because some people are bad with them. Well, you cannot rule out what Planned Parenthood does because some people get financed by not your dollars abortions. You can't do that because women are going to die. Women are going to die. You have to hear that. Like this is going to, this is cancer screening. This is STDs. This is much more than abortions. And and it's going to happen now when we release this today. We are voting on this today. These white men have put into act something that is going to kill women. And just because and I'm, Mike Pence does not know what a clitoris is does not mean that the female genitalia does not deserve attention from the medical field. That shit needs to be checked on a yearly basis, sometimes more for whatever medical conditions. Just because he has probably never mentioned the word vagina without cringing, if he's ever done it at all, does not mean that that's not a viable thing that women need to do. It's It, it just doesn't. And also, okay, so you disagree with abortions. So these women that are going to be having these children that maybe they weren't prepared for, this is taking away the Medicaid that they could collect after they give birth, it's taken away the the doctor's appointments that they could need in order to give birth to a healthy child and be a healthy mother. It's just... And where do you think they're going to go, by the way? They're going to have to go to hospitals that are already overburdened, and they're going to have to sit in waiting rooms and wait and wait and wait. Like, where, They don't just disappear. No. Women are still going to have they're health issues. They're still going to be pregnant. And why? And why? Because you disagree with abortion. It's not because they disagree with abortion. It's because they don't understand. Well, people that support these politicians disagree with abortion. That's the thing is these fuckers are using that fear and that hatred, that that religious belief, which you are entitled to. But they're putting that onto Planned Parenthood and they are allowing it to be part of the rhetoric as to why Planned Parenthood should be shut down. When Planned Parenthood and everyone that is involved with that organization should be nothing but celebrated in this country. They are heroes. Yes. Everybody go donate to Planned Parenthood. Let's lighten up. <laughs> so you guys know William Shatner. I told Shatner. you. I did warn everybody. I'm in a mood tonight. It's okay. I don't know how to deal with these feelings. And you know what? I listened to last week's episode and I, was, I thought to myself, I'm not going to say the word rape and I'm not going to um, be on my feminist high horse because I always so now am. I will. I'll be I, on your feminist high thing. horse. I can scream into the abyss as much as I want and still not always feel heard. So to have my male counterpart do that for me for a week that's, feels really nice. That's what I do. That's, that's what, what you I do. do. That's what you do. That's what you do. That's what you do. So let's talk about William Shatner's hate for Nick Vial. Yay! William Shatner hates Nick Vial? Oh my God. It is. I. This is what I texted you yesterday. It's like I just found something. <gasps> That I cannot wait to talk about tomorrow. And see, this is why I love you, because you just put a smile on my face after all that anger. (laughs) So Monday night was the premiere for Dancing with the Stars. And as we all know, Nick Vial, Nick Vial, how do you say his last name? Vial? (sighs) Who cares at this point? We don't care anymore. His, (laughs) he is on Dancing with the Stars. And apparently William Shatner's number one goal in life at this moment is to make sure Nick Vial gets kicked off Dancing with the Stars. Is William Shatner on Dancing with the Stars? No. He just wants him off? He just wants him off. My goal for hash... This is a Twitter a Twitter storm that he went on. <laughs> Twit storm. My goal for hashtag Dancing with the Stars is to knock Bachelor Nick out ASAP, who is with me. Are you sure he's not on the show itself? I'm pretty sure. I'm looking it up. Go Keep look talking. it up. 
Because this is a very strange attack. Whoever your favorite is, just not Nick, make the 10 phone calls for them. How do we get hashtag Bachelor Nation not to vote for Nick? Um, hashtag don't vote for Nick. Hashtag Dancing with the Stars. Wait, it's, it's definitely not on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Keep voting Dancing with the Stars. Don't vote for Nick. He lives up to the homonym of his last name, Vile. Are you still not voting for Nick? Watch Andy's Bachelorette season where he started this vile journey. So he, what I've, what I've gleaned from all of this is that William Shatner watches a shit ton of reality TV. And because of that, he watched Nick Vial go through all of his different seasons on Bachelor, Bachelor Nation, whatever the, the honeymoon paradise, whatever <laughs> Bachelor paradise is. And he's decided that he hates him. This and now so that weird. he's infiltrated Dancing with the Stars, he's like... Nick Fayal's gotta go. And he <laughs> vote against him. The more everyone votes for everyone else, the quicker he'll be off. He just fucking hates him so much. Um and Nick Fayal's responded. I, I just know, saw this. I know, I know. Oh, I'm jumping ahead, I'm sorry. Um, so I'm gonna continue with William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Lovers don't change their spots. Don't be surprised if he shows up again on Paradise. I won't be. <gasps> vote for anyone but Nick, praying hands. Anyone but the vile one, <gasps> winky face. And then Nick just <laughs> responded with at William Shatner, sad emoji. Not the word sad emoji, but just like the sad face. He has said more than that since then. He says that it's heartbreaking because I'm his biggest fan. That's not true, Nick Vial. You are who, not William Shatner's biggest fan. Who doesn't love Captain Kirk? Also, I'm a big DJ Hooker fan. That's some of his best work. That's some shade, I think. I think I that was think shade. So. Good for him. That that shows how he's a homosexual. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> I'll be honest. The show must go on. We're going to do our best, and it's really just up to William to come around or not. This is my new favorite feud. Isn't this This great? will be season three of Feud. with um, Yes, William Shatner and Nick Bial. <laughs> I will watch that. I will watch that 100%. <laughs> I just, I would love to sit down with William and just Tear really Nick unpack why he hates him so much and to know how many seasons he watched with Nick. I also have some underground uh, news about The Bachelor. <gasps> Are we going to talk about it now or at reality check? I don't have any reality. Do you have a reality check? I just want to talk about the judges on RuPaul's Drag Race, but I didn't list them, and I don't have them on hand, so no, I don't. <laughs> That's easy, then. <laughs> well, let me tell you, and I forget who told me this, but it's still real. Please do. Um, somebody knew someone who sat next to Corinne on a plane, and Corinne said that she knew from the minute she met him that he was gay. <gasps> And that she was only there to like get some attention and she was like, I was just like, I was doing it just to get attention and I'm good. Like, so take that. Really? Yeah. That's, I forget who told me that, but that's a thing. That's such a plain blind, blind item, blind item. Oh my God. plain blind. It was really hard to say. Try to say it right now. Plain blind item. That was kind of weird. Plain blind item. Plain blind. See? Blind. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Toy boat. Can you say toy boat? Are you guys still listening? (laughs) You shouldn't be. (laughs) Um, There's the Dave Chappelle thing too. Real quick. Let's just move on. Um, Okay. So should we... Do you have a troll patrol this week? I'm not done. Oh. Well, then I want to talk talk about John. I'm going to talk about Dave Chappelle real quick. Because I just want to say real quick. Dave Chappelle, I'm like half in for... You know what I mean? Like his comeback. Yeah. I think Chappelle's show is brilliant, but it's been 17 fucking years and I don't know like where he's been. And I don't feel like his stand-up was ever what I really craved. I love the sketches. The sketches were great. But I do think that he's a very good stand-up. 
I would need to know more. And maybe I should watch the specials and we'll I find out. I think he's out. a really talented comedian, but taking a hard stance on things yeah. is not his strong point sometimes. Well, I recognize that he's a great sketch comedian, mm-hmm. but he came out on CBS This Morning this week with Gail King, the fabulous Gail King, and said that I thought the net, this is regarding uh, Chappelle's show on Comedy Central, when he originally started doing the sketches, um, there were certain conventions of the show that the network resisted. He said, quote, I fought the network very hard so that those conventions could come to fruition. So like the first episode I do, the black white supremacist sketch, and it's like, well, that's like 10 minutes long. It should be five minutes long. Why should it be five minutes long? Like these types of conventions. I fought very hard. So when I watch Key and Peel, I see they're doing a format that I created and at the end of the show, it says created by Key and Peele. That hurts my feelings. Dave, okay. Dave Chappelle, just because you wrote a sketch show before Key and Peele wrote a sketch show does not mean you created the format of sketch shows. And just because you're also black. That's what I thought was kind of weird. I was like, this is an unusual thing to say. If it were like Amy Schumer does very long sketches too. Yeah. Is she responsible to tell you as well? That you created Inside Amy Schumer? Have you created all sketch shows from this point on? I mean, In Loving Color existed before Dave Chappelle existed but as a sketch But those were only, comedian. I guess, three-minute sketches. But does, I mean, it's an unusual distinction to make. I just wanted to throw it out there. Do with it as you will. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> again, I think that Dave Chappelle is very talented, but to take away what Kim, take away from what Kim Peele did, I feel like is, is not... I feel like even they heard, read that and were like... Mm, no, go see Get Out. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just want to talk about John Mayer's new song real quick. I I only read the headline. It's called Tell "Still me. Feel Like Your Man." Still feel like your man. And it's about Katy Perry. He's come out and said it's about Katy Perry. Can I just stop you right there? You shouldn't have to tell people right off the bat who it's about. Like, let them listen to the song. Yeah, have them chatter about it for a minute. Tell me. The problem with listening listening to the song, I wrote this down because I didn't want to forget my good burn. (laughs) (laughs) The song feels like something out of the second act, getting the groove back montage from a Nancy Myers movie. Like... (laughs) It's so bad. It's so bad. He's like trying to be kind of funky. And John Mayer is a good guitar player. I hate him. He has like clung to the coattails of women to stay relevant throughout his entire career. Like beyond your body is a wonderland. I don't know a single one of his songs because the only reason I want to run through the halls of my Yeah, that's from the same album. Well, it's a different song. Yeah, but it's from the same era of John Mayer is what I'm saying. Okay, but you said you only knew one song, and I told you the, a different I know, song. I said the last song I can remember is Was your, your $5 is- back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so all I'm saying is he clings to women to stay relevant, and Basic. this is what's happening right now. The song is bad. Nobody cares about your music. If you want to, as he says in this interview have that 40th birthday thrown by your caring partner or whatever and have that baby with the 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 noise-canceling headphones on at your concert, maybe stop being a douchebag. He bag. said that? Yes. And oh. actually invest in a solid relationship that doesn't involve you being boosted back onto Us Weekly. Maybe focus on that, John. How about that? How about that? So that's, that's the end. I was going to talk about Tom Cruise too, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> and also Lindsay Lohan's new reality show. Not going to do that I either. also was going to talk about the guy from Iron Fist. 
Oh, God. Because he's a piece of shit, apparently. And also Snooze Magoo's. That show Who looks... Who cares? Who cares? Okay, we're good. All right. Do you have a Troll Patrol? I do. Oh, shut up! Troll Patrol! I do, too. Mine is like... I might be like breaking the Troll Patrol code with mine. I can't wait. Okay, should I start with it? Yes. Okay. So, you guys, this week, Sesame Street announced that they're going to introduce a new Muppet who has autism. Did you see this? I did read the headline. I haven't read further into it. And my mind immediately went to, who's going to hate on this? Every, every, probably the security moms. But I learned something very interesting. Oh, nice. The first Reddit post that came up was someone who tried to put it into Not the Onion. And for those of you who don't know Not the Onion, Not the Onion is where news goes that we think is the onion, but it's actually real, which is everything right now. So this troll was like trying to be funny by putting it to Not the Onion and Reddit shut it down. And they were like, this is not appropriate for Not the Onion. Good for you, You should read the guidelines of Not the Onion and then repost because you're not funny. And so then I went to the next Reddit post, which was just a link to the article and people commenting. Mm -hmm. And I scrolled. And there were some mean jokes, but they were mean-spirited but funny in the Joan Rivers of it all. And they're not going to be repeated here, but they were like, all right, no one's being trollish enough Mm -hmm. for me. This is still like just being sassy and bitchy, which is what we do best. And then I thought, like, what is Troll Patrol really about? Like, what am Let's I looking for here, right? It, like, yeah. what am I? What are we doing with Troll Patrol? And all of a sudden, this comment comes up uh, as though it was like, "Hi, Paul. You ready for this? It's gonna wait. rock you." Hey there, lurker. I know why you're here. You have that morbid curiosity that is natural in the human psyche, and you want to find out how much of a dumpster fire the comments here are. Oh my God! I'm just here to tell you. It's not worth it. You shouldn't be wasting a second of your precious time here on these bored, lifeless individuals who just want some cheap heat from some strangers they've never met, all because they don't know how to find joy in their everyday life. Take this free time to learn a new skill, a new hobby, a new language. You don't even have to leave this website to do that. It may not seem as amusing, but in the long term, it will be so much more rewarding than listening to what a bunch of dumb assholes have to think about a kid's show. Just hit that back button find a good instructional subreddit, and just find something that makes you happy. That, or you just talk to a relative you haven't connected with in a while. Oh, my God. Whatever it is you do, just be good to yourself. And I just sat back and what said, an angel. listen to you and listen to me hearing you and yeah. feeling like, boo, you are absolutely right. But in that moment, I was like, is Troll Patrol not what we should be doing? And then I said, no, no, no. Like, let's not rush to judgment here. He is right. He is spot on. And this is on top of, I listened to uh, RuPaul has a dra- uh, RuPaul has a podcast that is excellent. And this week he interviewed Lady Gaga, which made me listen to it. Um, but they spend a lot of time talking about like the troll motivation and we, what makes trolls tick. So this was already like top mm-hmm. of mind. The, with most of these trolls, like they are not idiots who actually believe what they write. There's a contingent where it's not about the message at all. It's just about building a bonfire so that people see their names. Yes. That is, I think, like maybe 85 to 90%. I think what we focus on is the 10%. It's the people that are like there and they're really trying to drag down a place that we love or a feeling like... And I want to focus on that as we move forward with Troll Patrol. I don't want to like call out people like the Roberta Green Garretts from Dallanega from Mm -hmm. last week. Like who we recognized in that moment, like that banner... 
Like, if you believe in the KKK, then fucking stand up and be like, I love the KKK. Oh, no, I'm sorry. In my summer home, I can't be bothered. Yeah, I'm kind of busy. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, we, I need you trolls to believe in something. Let me hold you to that. If nothing else, can you just believe what you say? And that might be asking a lot, but that, when we call out trolls, we want them, I think, in the future to to recognize the, what they're saying. Like, this, this, is, this is what I'm saying, not because I need people to pay attention to me, but because this is what I believe. Um, and then just coming back for one more second to the Freedom Caucus, who are uh. these men, these hard right-leaning men who have been recognized by the New York Times themselves. There was a reporter on today's, um, they do a daily podcast, and today's podcast, this reporter who is there every single day in Congress said that this constituent, which is like, I'm going to identify them right now because we have to, Mark Meadows from North Carolina, Jim Jordan from Ohio, uh, Raw Labrador, Raw Labrador, oh, like that's a real God. name, from Idaho. They just dress a golden retriever in a suit <laughs> and was like, you're Raw Labrador. <laughs> Off I go. That's such a disservice to golden retrievers, though. I'm so sorry. Mo and Brooks, also... Golden Retrievers are not Labradors. But if he's dressed up, that's what he's then pretending he to be. Like, I was oh, with you. I'm a Labrador. <laughs> okay, whatever you need me to be. <laughs> Mo Brooks from Alabama, Mark Sand from, from South Carolina, and Justin Amash from Michigan. These are the worst of the worst in Congress, you guys. These are the ones that are Straight up not trolls. even there to enact Republican legislation. They are there to get in the way and just, like, they're just there to be trolls. We have elected trolls. His that's name a thing. is Rawl. Labrador. His name is Raw Labrador. So just know that I think, I don't know how you feel about that. I just threw it on you. But Troll Patrol is about people who, like, we're pulling out the trolls that actually believe in their garbage and yeah. not just doing it for attention. Absolutely. So I don't know if that fits with your Troll Patrol tonight. Actually, it does very well. Great. So I read an article on Pop Sugar, and it was a bit <laughs> of a clip, clickbaity headline. You said we, clickbait. I know. Everybody should know what a clit is. Some people don't. <laughs> um, it's called We Let Raw Labrador definitely does, does not know not. what it's a like, clit is. Is clit a, is clit a tasty treat? <laughs> yes, if you treat it right, it is. Oh! You guys can't see, but we just did a really nice dance. <laughs> it's the pun dance. <laughs> So this headline was, we let our baby cry it out, and 10 years later, this is what happened. Written by Rebecca Gruber. Basically, it said, we ferberized our baby, which it sounds like... Ferberized? That's what it... Because it's a method oh. from this Dr. Ferber from years ago that... We all know what sleep training is. You yep. let the baby learn how to soothe itself. Yep. It's very controversial. I don't know why, because so many people have sleep trained their babies. And also, people can do whatever the fuck they want, as long as they don't raise serial killers, murderers, rapists, all those things. And if you do, it's probably not because you sleep trained your kid. Anyway, what I've found with these articles is that a lot of people have opinions. As they say, opinions are like assholes, all this stuff. But... Um, Beverly Grant Droll Orifice. What? That's her name. What? Beverly Grant Droll Orifice. No, that's not her name. Droll Orifice? That's yes. part of her name? That is, those are her last two names. Droll Orifice. Yes. I'm out of here. She has some things to say, and I'm going to read them to you right now. 
This is her second comment, by the way, which is basically a repetition of her first, but she has to make sure people know how she feels about this. I think letting a baby cry it out is terrible. That is neglect. There's always a reason why a baby is crying, and to ignore it, that is cruel and negligent. Suppose you, as an adult, weren't able to get out of bed for whatever reason, so you're calling and calling your husband or wife or whoever you live with. They ignore you. Soon you get desperate and call louder. Still no help. And you call, and you call until your throat feels raw and you're too tired to call out any longer. How would you feel? (gasps) A baby is crying for a reason. No matter what that reason is, there is a need there. The baby isn't just crying to exercise its lungs like people thought way back in the day. Back when there was a lot of ignorance. Yeah, ignorance is dead now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you drove a stake right through that For sure. troll orifice. For whatever the reason is, even if the baby just wants to be held, there is a need there, and it should be met. Anyone who could hear a baby cry and then scream and do nothing is making that baby suffer. I don't care who disagrees with me. This is my opinion. Well, Beverly, you probably do care if people disagree because <laughs> you're posting via your Facebook account on a Pop Sugar article about parenting. This woman... Looks like someone that is for sure going to give a pregnant woman unsolicited advice in a grocery aisle and also someone who touched a black person's hair that she does not know. (laughs) Definitely, She is that person. We all know her. We all tolerate her because she's probably your mom's friend and she's so lonely. Oh, droll orifice. Droll orifice. And it's just like, here's the thing though. (laughs) Like everybody, it's a chorus of voices and opinions Nobody should care what another parent's doing as long as they're raising a healthy child that's not hurting your child. Well, and then to the Troll Patrol point, if you care, don't put it on the internet. No. If you if you really care, there's got to be a way that you can contact the author of this article sure. and write them in a, a constructive, thoughtful email directly to them. And also... But trolls don't do that. Not not to say that you not can't write write an article about child rearing or, or any of those things because I read them. I read about Chrissy Teigen's postpartum depression and really enjoyed it. Uh, not enjoyed it, but you know, it became it informational to me. Exactly. Like, sure, write your articles, but at the same time, whenever you write about what you do as a parent, you are opening yourself up, right? To these people but that's who why, think that... And, and to your point about Chrissy Teigen, that's what sucks, is that if you weren't Chrissy Teigen, like no one, I'm sure people probably trolled Tr- Chrissy. Oh, but, for sure. That's like Chrissy her life. Chrissy in her bravery, like yeah. to put that out there as a celebrity and say, screw you guys, like this is what's happening to me and I want to talk about it and I want you to know that this is a real thing, did a great service. Well, to she's, people she's because also, people didn't just like cast her aside like at that moment because God because she's married to a famous person and she's a model and she is allowed to have those opinions. She's not just married to a famous person. She is a famous person. We know that. Let's just let's but just But some people out there. see her as that. My husband. He didn't think she was famous, guys. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> he doesn't know her like I know her. We're best friends. Anyway, so well, what I'm saying is Chrissy someday. Parenting is always gonna be controversial. I just don't understand these people that are like, no, what I did is the best. Like, I'm sorry, did your kid like cure cancer? No. So why don't you shut up? <laughs> 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 Lindsay out. <laughs> well, you just put that to bed. <laughs> Um, should we flip our wigs? Let's flip our wigs. It's 
Uh, we will say before we flip our wigs, uh, reality check wise, we'll be back with reality check oh, next week so because hard. tonight, 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 oh, RuPaul's Drag Race, may, may the, the best, best woman, woman win. win. I just like segued those songs really well together. That was really nice. We are so excited that RuPaul's Drag Race is back tonight. Um, we're going to be viewing. At Lindsay and Josh's place, if you guys want to come over, you come probably on only over. have a couple Parking's hours. Parking's tough, <laughs> but you can make it if you really want to. Um, we're very excited. We will be back next week with our real. We'll, we'll refer back to what our initial first look picks were, but I think they're going to change tomorrow night. Oh, um, big big time! So get your picks ready for next week. And actually, if you want, we'll um, we'll post uh, something on the website so you could actually even weigh in if you want to. And on the Instagram account, like tell us who you're pulling for because we'd love to weigh that all in too. Absolutely. Um, my first flipped wig is for a little feature film that came out last weekend. It's the tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. You guys. I say that too much too, as you guys. My wigs. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast was an A. I can't wait to see it. It is so good. It is so good. It is so good. I wanted to see it with Lindsay. I would even go back, and I still will. You are we were go going back. to go before we recorded because I saw it on Friday. And we were gonna go back and see it. We just didn't get a chance to. But and I'm not gonna spoil a thing. You don't need to skip. But you just need to know that it is the goodness you need right now. If you are a Beauty and the Beast fan, and I have heard some people that are Beauty and the Beast fans, like I am, Mm -hmm. the original, that don't feel this way. But they are not on this podcast. And I am. And I will tell you that it checked every box I needed to be checked. I feel like I trust you and I'm going to probably feel the same way you do. I will tell you this. You have got to see it in the 3D, which is not always my thing. Right. But Be Our Guest is all things, and you need to see it in three dimensions. Um, I will also say that the performance that made me most excited, Dan Stevens as the Beast, his face does a lot of work under all that CGI, and it was wonderful, and it's just joyous. <laughs> and it really, I want to really just make that sink in because there's not... I don't get this genuine joy Absolutely. a lot in life. Yeah. Like, you know, you've heard me tonight. Hold on to it. I get angry. Own it. But and for two hours, I sat there and I ate my Swedish uh, raspberry boats. Yes, you I did. I stopped on the way and I got my raspberry boats. Good for you. I had a beer at the farmer's market beforehand. You went in there flying high, feeling good. And she had two hours to herself and she loved them. When he, he says she, he means, she means he's talking me. about. Yes. Just, just to be clear. And it is also, I will say this in my last thought, it is woke AF, as the kids say. It has to be, because Emma would not have agreed there to do it if it wasn't. There is gayness. There is blackness. There is representation. Disney, check plus, A, thumbs up. It passes the Bechtel test. It passes the Paul test. Well, what well else you one want? might say that they're one and the same. Who knows? <laughs> um, so off of that, I'd like to talk about the Baywatch official trailer. Whoa! I haven't seen it, but that is a shocker from what Hard I've turn. seen. <gasps> Hard turn. Um, two things. I think that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a national fucking tra- treasure. Okay. And Zac Efron is not far behind it. I am serious. These two gentlemen are not afraid to be the eye candy of this movie. 
Also, this movie, I think, I haven't seen it yet, but I think that it would pass the Bechdel test if put to the test. Oh. The villain is a woman of color. Who is it? Um, the same, the, what's the, the show where she's biting her, like, FBI badge? Quantico? Yes. It's her. Is she biting her badge in that? I'm pretty. No, it's like right by her mouth, so it might as well be biting. <laughs> that but is, she's the bad guy. You put it on that poster. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes. But that's what we're supposed to see. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. She's the bad guy. That's cool. Zach Efron's the dummy. One of the clips from it is him like meeting the people at Baywatch ready to go for the first day of his job. And he's this like famous Olympian. And the girl that he meets just says, did you just look at my boobs? Calls him out on it and just says, you should probably look at my face. And That's he's just like, I can't because it's so close to your boobs. Like he's playing the doofus that we all think is a doofus in our, in our world now. And we're in on the joke? Yes. Okay. I truly believe that. Especially based it. on uh, Neighbors and Neighbors too. I think that Zac Efron is a woke motherfucker. Well... Now you're reminding me of a popped cork that I didn't do this week, and I'm glad that I didn't do it because I think it needs to be our next book club when we do a book club. And it's a Zac Efron film that I watched this past week. And what is that? It's a movie called Dirty Grandpa, and you and I are going to watch it, and we're going to book club it some week because it is the most offensive, disgusting film I've ever seen in my life. It's not his fault. But he is in it. He takes part in it, though. And you need to see it. And for all y'all out there, we'll give you... This is advance notice. We will do a book club for Dirty Grandpa because you need to see You're this You're not going to watch it or listen to it, but we're going to give you notice. <laughs> so yeah, good exactly. for you. Oh, I heard that. That was true. It's you guys. You do not listen to the book clubs. We know that. We can see you. We see you. Don't think you're getting away with it. But all that being said, I am in to watch this trailer. Watch the trailer. I watched it. I might go see the movie. We'll see. We'll see. I like the 21 Jump Street films. I did too. I saw one of them. <laughs> I saw one of them just to remember. Um, we sh- I, Okay. I have a cute. I have a cup. I have. Okay. I should go. I have three more. Can I get them all done? Yeah. Okay. I'll do quick. Um, how many do you have? I'll do quick. I do quick. Uh, I could have three. Okay. So my first one is, as if we needed another reason to love Emma Thompson. Right. Did we? No. Of course not. Of course do you know not. who Emma Thompson is in Beauty and the Beast? She's the pot. There you go. She's the pot. <laughs> She's the pot. <laughs> That's her new name in this. The pot. The pot. Everyone else has like a full name, but like she's, she's oh, it's me. The, the pot. pot. <laughs> Listen, they're all, there's too many Emmas and I love them all. It's hard to remember. Emma Thompson came out this week and said that Donald Trump asked her out once and she said, nah. Good for her. I'm good. Of course she did. She would never suffer that fool. But I love that. I, I just like too. love hearing that not only did that happen, but that Emma Thompson still wants to bring it up. And be He's like, gonna come out and say she's some like fat pig cow. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Um, so I finally watched Moana this weekend. Oh, <gasps> uh oh. Oh, it's in your flip bags. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. I love the whole movie. And going into it, I knew that people did not like Shiny that song. Really? I had a couple of coworkers, like I had listened to the... It's a weird song. I But it's very it's, Bowie-esque. Yeah, it's so and fun. I, and isn't it beautiful the way they like, have, yes. like, the way they work the camera and oh, everything? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. So I had a couple of coworkers. I had listened to the soundtrack 
before and I really enjoyed it. And I said, when it got to that song, it was so Bowie-ish and I really enjoyed it. And that's the guy from Flight of the Concord, yes, right? Yeah. Um, Jermaine. And uh, two of them just said, well, I don't think you're going to like it once you see the movie. And so I watched the movie and that was the only song that I was singing the next day. I still think the rest of the music is yeah. very good, yeah. but it's Disney. It's a weird song and in a movie weird and, and it it's works. Funky yeah. And it's funny. And it's beautiful. Yes. I, I enjoyed it so much. And I saw those friends last night and I said, I watched it and I really liked that song and they were kind of gobsmacked by it. I understand why the rest of the music might be somebody else's fancy more than that song, but I liked that this this Disney movie, excuse me, my burp, not only had something for everybody and it was woke as fuck. Oh my God. But they also took a departure from the rest of the music and just said, you know what? We're going to do a funky 70s rock song sung by a crab. By a one armed crab. That How like, about that? Did he have one arm? My mind he did one because, arm. because. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're coming out. In yeah, they are. Arms. And just like, they're, <laughs> I don't have to let them out. There was just... one last week that I wanted to just pull. We're talking about her burst, by the way. Yeah. That I wanted to pull right out, out and make a new like sound file and just line them all up. <laughs> and I might still do you it. You might have to do that. <laughs> But he does say that Maui takes his arm. Oh, yes. yes. Or Maui says that he takes his arm. And then also it backs up my claim that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is an American treasure. His song, too, is wonderful. so fantastic. And how much do you think I was – is that Digger? It might be Digger. We apologize if you hear the dog barking. Um, the uh, the song – not the song um, – at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. the animal awareness moment where like she recognizes that like a chicken is going to be eaten and like saves. I was like, I wonder how many parents are going to not be happy about that right now that like we are giving a face to animals with food. And I think it's great. I think it's like. Absolutely. But I met there's a lot of kids like, mommy, I don't want to eat chicken fingers tonight. And all these parents are like, Grin Moana. I thought that was kind of interesting. But it was, I mean, it's just a great movie. And ha ha, hey, hey. The chicken oh, yeah. made me laugh more than any other character in that movie. And I was so scared when she. Like, and it's voiced by Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, who's that? He's the like ginger-haired guy. You would know him if you saw him. I don't know him. Okay, <laughs> I don't know her. Um, Shade. I need to tell you about this iPad game I love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. It's your podcast. <laughs> it's called Choices. Choices. Yes. And I'm obsessed with it. And I do you have an iPad? We share I, one. Well, I've never Lame. owned one, but my husband had one when I came into the relationship. It's old as fuck, and we only use it to watch Netflix while we're laying in bed. Okay, well now you can download Choices. Okay, Choices, you guys, is a choose your own adventure for like. 17-year-olds. <laughs> you were going to say adults, but you're like, no, no. not really. <laughs> and it is so much fun. So you get presented with like a little sort of, I mean, it's clip art, but it's cool clip art story being told. Like the one that I've already finished one. It's called The Freshman. Mm-hmm. And you are a college freshman oh, who I was only is dealing with the perils of finding like love and staying in school and doing all this stuff and constantly throughout the story being told you're presented with choices exactly and you have to pick like which way you go and it was and there was this like really really hot guy that was hitting on me when I played and I didn't think he was cute so I kept like denying him and denying him and he kept and he kept coming back and then there was another guy that I thought was cuter and so I had like choices it was you guys look up choices (laughs) 
choices, you it's free. But you might, if you want to like play extra, or sometimes like if you want to get the really, I don't really, like the bait and switch. If they're bait and switching, wait, 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 wait. But you don't have to pay. Like you can play it with. I didn't. I never paid a dime for it. Okay. They'll tease you because they'll be like, "You're going out with um, Tom tonight. Do you want to wear this dress or that dress?" And you might have to pay for that dress. But I'd always wear my like cute black dress, and I always got Tom. Listen, I would always wear my black dress anyway. Right. So look it up. Just give it a dance. One chapter in, you'll be hooked. Uh, I wouldn't do it on your iPhone. I don't... My eyes are bad, though. That's why. I got LASIK. I'm good. Okay. Um, So I'm going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart real quick. You ready? I'm ready. Um, Those who know me know that I've been working as a script coordinator for the last five years in TV. It's a bitch of a job, and it's not easy. And the climate that we're currently entering with... It's a long story, but our job is starting to be combined with other jobs and our rates are going down. So the problem is there's no place go, no place to go but down for a lot of people that have been working in this field for a long time, and it's really unfortunate. And um, the people that have been working in this job along with me have decided to try to unionize. Oh, my. This, is, this has happened before, and it's kind of fallen flat. But a union has finally, like, taken notice. Um, IATSE has taken interest in potentially trying to get us unionized and get us basically workers' rights because we're definitely flailing without them, and it's kind of a hopeless situation. So if you are a script coordinator like I am or a writer's assistant or someone that wants to go into that field, please email Leslie... L-E-S-I, or sorry, L-E-S-L-I-E at I-A-L-O-C-A-L-871.org and tell her why you think we should unionize because we should. We are losing rates. We are losing rights. We are working too many hours, too many jobs, all of these things. And nobody understands because they don't understand our job. So um, just email her, show her that there's interest and it needs to happen because we're being taken advantage of and not getting rewarded for our hard work. Absolutely. And we'll put all that information on the website too. Absolutely. So that you can easily go to wigsandweiss.com and find all that information that Lindsay just said. Thumbs up for that. Yeah, it's good. It's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately because every job that I've been offered in the last year has been something to the effect of, well, we pay a really low rate that we don't want you to ask about. We expect and you to... And there's 15 other people that want the job, so... So you have tick to tock, say tick yes. Tick and we expect you to do the, the things that a script coordinator, a writer's assistant, a writer's PA, and a showrunner's assistant would do. And, and do it with a smile what? on your face. Yeah. And if you don't, then we're not going to hire you back because there are 15 other people that are going to do it. And can I get a your thank you at any point now? And also a coffee whenever you have time. Yeah. You're not so, hired yet. Let's see how fast you can move. So um, it's bullshit. Fuck that noise. And you don't have to work under those circumstances. The end. Um, I'm having a week with music that has been really good. That's Tell me about it. So much so that I have made us a new playlist for our listeners. Oh. And it's called Spring Has Sprung. <gasps> I'm excited to listen it's to it. It's not summertimes yet. You guys, every year I make a summertimes mix that uh, we will be sharing when it's made. But this is like a precursor to summertimes that is called Spring Has Sprung, as I mentioned. <laughs> but it is highlighted by a song that I can't stop with. What is it? It's called Busy Man by a woman named Ralph. 
I guarantee you our friend Donnie knows it because I'm sure. she is such a Donnie girl. But it is a song that you finish it and you're like, I want to hear that again right now. Oh, so I can't wait to listen to that it. that will be part of the playlist, which we'll also put on. But it's also just like a, not to toot my own horn, but it's a good mix of spring music that'll get you into the super bloom feels. <laughs> so we'll put it up. But Busy Man by Ralph, whoever this Ralph is, I want to know more about you. If you ever want to come on, I think she's from Canada. Come if you ever down. get down to Los Angeles and you want to come talk it's to us. It's warm down here. This song is a jam and it should be on pop radio. But then also with music this week, which I'm going to put on at the end of the podcast, so Can't stay wait. tuned for it, is somehow somebody found Somebody to Love by Queen mm-hmm. with the isolated Freddie I read about Mercury this. I have not heard it vocal. yet. So you will. And you will ball your eyes out. I'm sure. Because it is, I mean, as if that song wasn't. It's such an incredible song to begin with. Well, once you hear the isolated vocals, you will leap off a building. And I will not have a podcast anymore. Um, And then one last shout out I need to make um, in terms of podcast love. Um, I have some very, very good friends who uh, record a podcast called Producing Unscripted. Their names are Joe and Biagio. And they were kind enough to uh, speak with me this week. And we chatted about, uh, as I mentioned on the podcast before, I work in reality television and they, we, we talked about reality TV and it was great and, um, it's up right now, but just listen, if you are someone who's interested in reality TV and want to get into it, the podcast itself is a really fantastic resource. I think in this community, as I've experienced, a lot of people are a little bit of the jaded, and sometimes myself too, like reality TV, blah, blooms off the rose. There's Digger. Digger always comes into the end. Hi, Digger. Hi, Dig. Um, give it a listen. If you are someone who's aspiring to get into the business, even if it's not reality TV, they just give great insights on how to show off your most creative self to people and really blow them away. And they're just two of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Um, so Joe can be Agio. The, uh, we'll put it on the podcast, but it's called Producing Unscripted. Um, I think, wait, let me make sure. It's yes. called Producing Unscripted. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's my shout out. And that's what I got. I have one last thing just because I want to leave you all with the most positive thing. Oh, that I have I've... one more thing. Okay. Do you want to go real quick? I'll go real quick so you can finish. Yeah, go. And don't get mad. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills oh, this week. God. I have to say this. I have to. If you are someone that has watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in your life and you are not watching this season, I understand. But this week's episode is a game changer. And I'm going to say it. It's in the Scary Island canon. So just go back. They'll know. Don't worry. There are certain classic Housewives episodes. <laughs> and if you're, if you're a Beverly Hills stan, um, it is Dinner Party from Hell-esque. But it is incredible television. Are you done? It's called like Hong Kong Fui or something racist like that. Go ahead. I just took a nap. Um, So my last thing is this amazing, strange, animated stop (gasps) high stranger. Yes. So if you're feeling kind of down or if you just need someone to tell you that everything's going to be okay or if you're really high... Google Hi Stranger. No, we'll put it on the website. We'll put it on the website. Um, uh. I stum- Oh, God damn it, Paul. I stumbled upon it today. It's by this animator, writer, director, Kristen Lepore. It is so good. 
That's all I'm going to say. Enjoy the butt. Can I ask, add one thing? Yes. If you were weird in high school, it's going to speak to you. It's going to speak to you so hard. I was so weird in high school. And Same. it was just like, it brought me back to like, one of my best friends, Nikki Belmonte, was like, we would have watched this on loop. Just it's watch so weird. it. It's so good. And even if you weren't weird in high school, but you're feeling adrift at any point in your life, just watch it. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to give you the tingles. I hope we make you feel good, too. Absolutely. And I hope you guys are doing okay out there, too. It's a scary time. That's how I went into the podcast, but I feel much better now talking. Because we've got each other. Because we got each other. And we all have each other. That's what I mean. It's not just me and Paul. No, it's all of us. It's Paul, myself, and this all of you. This is a community. This is all goodness. And we want to hear more from you guys, as usual. So Always. comment, email, wigsandwice at gmail.com. Although I haven't checked the email in a while. Maybe you're even emailing. Hi. Forgot we had one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on Instagram. Well, but you know just, but just reach out ways. to us. Make yourself heard. We love, love, love hearing from you guys. Um, we have such great fans already, and we just, you know, it, it keeps us going. So if you have something to say, if you want to talk about something, let us know. And We're here. thank you for listening. We're all in this together. Bye, Wigs. Bye, Wigs. Can't barely stand on my feet Take a look in the mirror and cry Lord, what you doing to me? I have spent all my years in believing you But I just can't get no relief Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me Somebody to love yeah. I work hard every day of my life. I work till I ache my bones. At the end, I take home my heart and pray all on my own. I go down to my knees and I start to pray till the tears run down from my eyes. Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody. Can anybody find me somebody to love? Every day I try and I try and I try, but everybody wants to put me down. They say I'm gone crazy. They say I got a lot of water in my brain. I got no common sense. I got nobody left to believe. Ooh, ooh, somebody, ooh, anybody find me somebody to love. Got no feel, I got no rhythm. I just keep losing my beat I'm okay, I'm alright I ain't gonna face not a fear I just gotta get out of this prison cell Someday I'm gonna be free, Lord
Anybody, anywhere, anybody find me somebody to love, love, oh, oh, oh. 